name is Sarah and I'm the host of a Future Teacher's Guide podcast. A little bit about this podcast, I started it earlier for um, another class I was taking this one semester and it was supposed to be a term project and I've recorded a couple interviews and um, a little bit about me section. And I guess keeping up with the, with the tradition of having um, projects that kind of challenge me a little bit, here is another um another uh addition or an episode to this this is episode uh three interviewing um an educator and a student regarding social studies methods and this is for my methods class that i'm taking at the university right now and a little uh, my my life has changed from the last time i recorded this podcast and i hope to um give you a little bit of an update um up a date uh episode in the future but right now this is going to be primarily focused on me hashing out some of my thoughts during the interview with an educator and a teacher about um social studies methods and some of the responses and what shocked me as interesting or um things that uh some advice i've gotten so a little bit about this class it's a social studies methods class it's one of the classes i'm taking this term as a part of my elementary education blocks so one of our first projects this term was to create to create a or not to create a to um interview an a student and interview an educator and this interview was supposed to give us a little bit of an insight on how these uh, people perceive social studies so a little, a, a little bit of a background um, that you should know is that I'm not going to be mentioning any of the names, any of the school locations, or any um, information that can really identify either the student or the teacher in this podcast, generally because it's unethical. So we're going to be referring to the student as the student and the teacher as the teacher. And I will give you a little bit of a background on them so you would um, know what grade I, uh, I grade or um not where the per- like wh- what city the person the student attends school in but other than, other than that the information is probably going to stay fairly vague and this is for a really good reason for privacy issues so let's start um i will start with the teach with the student's interview and then i would go to the teachers because this is how i interviewed them actually so I did the student's interview, and the student is in um, sixth grade, and they go to a school that encompasses from preschool to eighth grade. So it's a it's a kindergarten and middle school middle middle school school, and it's located in the great city of Chicago. And um, this student and me, we had this conversation about social studies, and the first question I asked them was about how do they feel about social studies or like what do they look forward to and apparently the social studies curriculum has changed drastically since I've been in school because when I was in um sixth grade I just remember learning about um the American Revolution and just a lot about America but one when talking to the student we I learned that the fact that um to this student that they're learning about ancient India and other civilizations and empires and to them social studies really interesting and easy 
and they're learning about origins of a place, traditions, and they've learned about Greek mythology. So these topics are something that I've never seen in school when I was learning. Actually, most of these topics uh, I've covered in um, a high school class. So I was really interested to see that these students were learning about all these ancient civilizations and history about different countries that that is not traditionally um, the United States. So one of the most exciting um, exciting parts of their journey of social studies is this idea of looking at ancient India because that's a little bit of their background comes from ancient India so they love learning about where they're from and who they are and it allowed them um, and allowed the student to just learn about their background and the reason they think social studies is an important subject to learn is that it's it's a history and history is really important. And social studies uh, in their school is typically connected uh, with other subjects such as math and science. So it's really interdisciplinary, which is which is a lot like the classes I'm taking right now for social studies. We're going to be doing a lot of lesson planning that incorporates different subjects. So a lot of interdisciplinary, so such as reading, English, math. And what they think social studies is about is typically they think it's about history and human life. And learning about old things and the olden days. And I really liked how they phrased this because the olden days. And one day, all the history that we're living through right now with the um, with uh, COVID or any of the other the presidential election, th- this will one day become old things in history. And I asked the student if social studies is hard because uh, depending on the student, I guess social studies can be hard. And for me as a kid, it, it really wasn't that hard, but the student also agrees to them it's not hard right now, but they feel like as they continue their social studies journey throughout the years that it's going to get more difficult just because they think it's a lot of memorizing, which is really interesting, this idea of memorizing. And I believe it's going to come up in um, the second half of this podcast where we talk about how the teacher feels about social studies and the misconceptions that can happen regarding that. And so I another really interesting question is that um, I asked them, how did you, have you learned about democracy? Because democracy is it's a vital part of learning in school and education. And they mentioned that they had a couple of readings that they had to do about uh, Martin Luther King Day and other um, historical events that happened throughout the school year. The school uh, or the educator in their classroom pre- uh, pretty much brings this, um, bring these things into the class. And their favorite activity, which I really wanted to know what their favorite activity would be in a social studies class to give me ideas of how I can perhaps run my own social studies class, is this, they like this um, interactive activity where they got to do a play as Greek um, gods and goddesses, and they really liked the fact that they could really just interact and play and immerse themselves, which allowed them to learn a lot. So this, it goes back to this idea of giving students experiences that can remember. So one of the things that I want to incorporate in my own social studies class is to give students these experiences. And one of one experiences I've had as a social studies student in like sixth or fifth grade is we simulated the gold rush and we had all these like activities regarding the gold rush. And I will never forget that because it was so interactive. And they don't really like social studies and the fact that it's a lot of questions and answers. And there's a lack of opportunities to really um, 
to really like express yourself in their opinion or to really um really understand the material via videos you prefer if social studies is rather not in a video format which is really interesting because a lot of history or a lot of ways that history or a lot of ways that i've seen history is taught is through videos because there's so many great movies or informational things out out, out there on the uh, world wide web but i guess some students are really not into that and i guess it's a really important to balance that out with other things to do in the classroom and I really was interested in how their social studies is structured because I've heard here and there that the structure of a social studies class is actually really different compared um, debate uh, based on where one goes to school. So, for example, when I was in middle school or I was in yeah elementary school, social studies in middle school was its own 45 minute period, which means we went to social studies every single day along with science. But what I understood from this interview is that the student goes to social studies um, half a semester from, uh, so half a semester they do science and the other half of the semester they do social studies. So I was really intrigued to see who teaches social studies if they don't have a designated like full year social studies teacher. So they mentioned that their homeroom teacher did. And, and then I asked for some advice that they would give me as a future educator because I think Again, again, this is a future educators podcast, but asking advice from anyone um, really can help build um, build some great insight on what people want as an educator or who they would like. And the insight that I got was making lessons more fun and finding things that work for me, which I was really interested that a sixth grader said that. They said that it's really important that I find activities that I am interested in to give the class. And I guess that makes sense in the fact that if I'm interested in these activities, I can keep the students engaged. And if I'm keeping the students engaged, they'll be interested in these activities. And what is your dream lesson? Is to still learn about their cultural background, which goes back to learning about ancient India or in other ancient countries. They really like exploring like past civilizations. And again, this is a topic that I wasn't really exposed to as until I was an older student. And I guess those says the actual methods of it or the um, content strands are really changing throughout the years which I'm really surprised to maybe because maybe because I'm looking at um social studies now through an uh through the lens of an educator which is a totally different experience than I did um as a student so moving on to the teacher interview and the teacher interview was kind of different because the conversation that we had was definitely a little bit more academic in terms of the content that was covered and um I really enjoyed talking to this teacher just because it gave me an insight of what to expect as a future educator and this teacher um, and this educ- and this educator um, was really nice and forthcoming about information about what they do, what they teach and what their interests are and I really found that really helpful. So a little background about this educator is that they've been teaching 15 years at the school and they teach both science and social studies and their current middle school model is that they have 80 minute blocks and social studies is one semester and then the second semester is science. So it's really similar to how the students, um, how the other students uh, school was set up. It was one semester social studies, one semester science, which really makes sense. And in sixth grade, um, at this educator school, they typically learn a lot of geography, industrial revolution, modernization, and 
apparently there was a new social studies curriculum that uh, was put in place and um, was put in place recently so there was a lot of adjustment to do regarding that and um, and I think that this 80 minute block schedule is really interesting because I was never privy to that as a child and 80 minutes with one subject that sounds like a lot of planning but there's obviously pros and cons to it like having more time and and allowing students to like get a grasp on ideas or have a conversation but there's also negative effects to it so we kind of started with um teaching social studies and how the educator feels about teaching social studies in this environment and I was kind of nervous to ask this question really because given the um environment out there I kind of wanted um I wanted to start this interview off on a good foot so she said that she prefers really is teaching the themes and concepts uh, of social studies with teaching the broad ideas and connecting them and not really getting at the memorization part of it which really goes back to what the student says when they mention that they don't really like the memorization part of it this student this educator believes that we should be teaching themes and concepts and connecting the concepts to each other which i found really interesting and like one of the examples that she gave me is this, she was teaching uh, Silk Road, the Silk Road, and then connecting that to um, the, how a Silk Road in modern day practice is where you have the internet and technology. And we really talked about how it's important to be careful with politics, especially now that the classes are online and remote learning. You need to be careful on the ideas that you share, but also being really respectful to students. And we also, she also highlighted the importance of critical thinking and allowing students to um, really understand what they're learning and question and understand, explore different topics and connect to it, which I, which we read an article in this methods class and we talked about critical thinking and how it is such an important skill that a lot of people are uh, losing these days because we don't use it as much. Um... And it's really important. And then we talked about how to handle different difficult conversation. And the educator mentioned how they talk really in facts and being more, uh, being less subjective and more objective, and letting this letting students to make a conclusion. And her on oh, the educator's favorite thing to teach within um, the social studies realm is cause and effect in geography, and really understanding why what happens and why they happen. And this is a similar uh, topic that comes up in science, cause and effect. And I found it interesting that out of all of social studies, uh, the educator picked that because that wouldn't have been my first choice. But I think it's really interesting to see what others like to teach. And um, when talking about the importance of why history and why social studies is important, there was a cliche term that was said that learning about history so you can learn about um, you can learn about it, and not repeat it, like not repeat the past. And then since uh, the sixth grade at her school really focused you know, focused on geography, um, with geography you can learn about where how and globalized society and learning about people and cultures and traditions which goes back to what the student was learning about the student was learning about ancient india and ancient greek these are all places with geography and history and culture and traditions so geography i believe is the standard um for sixth grade which is across both of these schools they they tend to learn about ancient civilizations um 
and then we go on to teaching what's the hardest uh, thing to like what's the hardest about well like what's the thing that's really hard to teach with social studies because not everything's going to be easy and they mentioned that it's really hard to get students to think for themselves and make connections and inquiry because students need to be able to critical think and think outside of the box and think of answers that they normally probably wouldn't have considered and it's really hard at times um and i guess that's going to be a challenge especially engaging with an audience that's a little bit younger so my again i'm an elementary education major i want to teach somewhere between third fourth fifth grade perhaps sixth but six typically goes into um middle school at most schools and i guess like the content that i will be teaching um the students will be totally different but this idea of getting students to engage for themselves is something that i really want to come out of this class really pushing myself to ask more questions and allowing students to explore different ideas different ideas and um we also talk about what methods students tend to respond to and this idea of making personal connections and allowing students to tell their story and having perspective which is really interesting because i do think that when students are allowed to connect to a topic or understand a topic they understand it a little bit better and the example the student teacher gave uh to me was this idea of migration which is a which is a subunit that they learn um in sixth grade so the student the educator had everyone tell their migration stories or their background stories and this allows students to really connect with the topic and learn one more about each other and learn about the people who live here and then if i I asked her if she could change um change social studies at any at all how would you do it and then she mentioned or they mentioned to make it more thematic and focus around around thematic details and themes and having developing different skills again such as compare and contrast and i really wanted to know what made her teach social studies so i don't know if i mentioned this teacher is a sixth grade teacher so she teaches again social studies and science so she kind of found social studies to be really interesting and engaging and she really enjoyed it as a student so teaching it was um was i guess the next step and um (laughs) I think uh, social studies at an elementary level is there's challenges to it because it is different from a middle school level and like asking about I think it's, uh, I asked her how would you teach it at an elementary level because that's more what of uh, what I'm interested in and she mentioned about how it's a lot of building blocks and vocabulary and basic concept and developing focuses and then when you get to grades such as five six seven eight is where a lot of students go we tend to learn about more about critical thinking and and any other so and a little um a little more information that i got from the interview that i kind of found surprising is that the u.s the the educator herself loves u.s history because she had an interactive experience with it and that goes back to the interactive experience the student had with the uh greek god so i I think interactive experiences really enhances learning it allows students to connect and it really cements um these these situations or these things in their memory and to be i think to be to to really bring history alive for students because i i can admit history can be um, bland for most students but to make it interactive is probably one of my biggest goals 
So towards the end of the interview, it's kind of dying down. So I was, I wanted to end out on some advice. Again, asking for advice from anyone you meet as an educator, as a future educator, I think it's really great to add to um, our collection of things that we should consider when we're growing up or things that we should consider bringing into our classroom. And this advice, I think, hits really hard just because I know it's a long journey and they, the educator said there'll be good years and there'll be bad years and then there'll be good days and then there'll be bad days. But it's really important to hold on to the moment and to hold on to the good. And then another tip of advice that they left is to find a team or find a partner at your school and really just... Um, really just work together with them to create good content and curriculum and then there's rewards at the end of it and it's going to be a hard journey but it's important to stick with it and find yourself and find your teaching style because it's going to take a while and I am really excited to grow because I think even in a year when I started this podcast for my current project for LL306 my outlook on teaching or my perspective on teaching was different and I've been through block one at my university, which I will talk about in a different podcast. And I'm in my block, I'm in block two. And every time I take a new class or learn about a new concept or a new teaching method, I grow as a person. And these interviews really let me have an insight on social studies because my memories of elementary school aren't really like social studies didn't pop out to me and I kind of wish it would the only time like I mentioned was the um was the doing the Oregon Trail the pioneers and then we did a play on the American Revolution and the and I and I'm really interested because to see how diverse diverse social studies has gotten over the years because like I mentioned when I was in school we learned a lot about the America American Revolution World War One on the American side and World War Two on the American side and trenches and I never got the experience of learning about different cultures or backgrounds or geography until I got to high school. So I'm really interested that this curriculum has been changed to be more inclusive and diverse. And I think that really helps our students see beyond a perspective and gain some more perspective about the world around us. Um, Overall, this interview really taught me that there are certain things that I should keep in mind when I would be teaching social studies or any other classes to make it interactive, to make it fun, and to really live in the moment and make sure that, especially as an educator, my biases are not coming through to the students. And that's a really important part of teaching social studies is to make sure that I am as objective as possible when teaching um, these subjects. And I guess that I still have a lot more to learn. This is the beginning of the course. We're in week three. <laughs> but I'm betting by the time I get to week 16 of the semester, I'll understand what I need, I need to be to be a competent um, social studies teacher. And I'm looking forward to this journey. And it's going to be a long one. It's definitely going to be a not a hard one because I do I'm a history buff I love history but it's going to teach me a lot and these classes are methods classes so not necessarily are we learning the history ourselves. we're learning how to teach it to students so that's a different ballpark overall these interviews have taught me a lot about social studies in um in 
2021. It's crazy, 2021. History, how social studies is taught in 2021. And hopefully, when I get to, when I, when I am able to teach social studies, when I get my license, and when I'm able to be in the classroom, I can take some of the tips that I've learned and really incorporate them into my class. Well, this has probably been one of the longest podcasts um, out of the three that I've posted, but uh, this, uh, um, this is, it's been an interesting journey, and I hope I can continue these podcasts throughout um, my next couple year and a half at the university, because I've been learning a lot, and I will update another podcast on my journey since a year ago, because I'm a different person. Um, well, thank you for listening. This was Sarge Nid, and this is um, a Future Teachers uh, Guide podcast. Thank you, and have a great day, everybody. And I'll hopefully I'll see you soon in episode four.